to our second episode of an Axe League of Their Own. I'm JC. I'm Adeline. And I'm Alex. And today's episode is entitled Explain It Like I'm Five. Now, this episode does have some visuals, so please head over to our Instagram, an Axe League of Their Own 81, for some visual representation of what we're going to be explaining. You're going to see some different targets. You're going to see our axes, our personal hatchets, and big X's that we throw. Um, so please follow us over there and take a peek at those. Um, explain it like I'm five. Today's episode is going to be as if you've never thrown an axe before. We are going to explain the targets. We're going to explain the rules to catch all of our wonderful listeners up that don't actually throw axes. <laughs> We're so grateful everybody's listening to this podcast. And we um, just want to make sure everybody's on the same page. So... We will be focusing on IATF, which is International Axe Throwing Federation. Um, and there's also Waddle, a World Axe Throwing League that exists. But unfortunately, Adeline's the only one that currently throws Waddle. And so we just don't know a ton about it yet. So in the future, be on the lookout for an IATF versus Waddle episode. Um, but today's conversation is going to primarily be around IATF. Now, the... IATF target consists of three rings in the center. There's a center bullseye worth five points. There's an inner ring, or sorry, a middle ring worth three, and then an outer ring worth one. And there's also two little green clutches at the top worth seven. Now, a standard match consists of three rounds of five throws. And that little green clutch is only available on the fifth throw. So there's a little bit of strategy in how... Your first four throws go if you decide to go up for that clutch or not. Um, after those first five throws, you and your partner or your, you and your opponent will switch sides um, to make it a little more fair throwing on different boards. Um, and currently, you heard a little bit in our episode last week, we talked about the panel. Uh, currently, there are two different scoring systems. We have a standard scoring and premier scoring, but there's potential in the future for that too no longer be in existence. Um, for standard scoring, it is just majority blade in these rings, while Premier has to be fully in that point value to earn it. Even the smallest millimeter bleeding outside of it earns you the lower point value, which is very frustrating for some people. So I think that's where IETF is trying to bridge the gap on novice throwers and more seasoned throwers and making it a kind of more unified, fair game. Anyone want to... Oh, and the clutch. The, the clutch for Premier <laughs> has a little white or empty rectangle in it, and to earn those seven points for clutch, you need to hack that rectangle top and bottom, um, or as Kevin Bradley so fondly calls them, top shelf titties. You <laughs> need to... Hey. Cut through the top and the bottom. I can't remember exactly how inches, how many inches it is. 1.75? That sounds right. Um, high, fully, to earn that seven points. Even a millimeter less than that does not earn you anything. You get zero points for that throw. Um, so I'm very interested to see what happens with this panel. There's talk of potentially clutch being two separate point values if you just tippy-tap it. Or if you do that premiere, cut it top and bottom. Um, I'm very interested to see how that happens. It, it would be nice to get something in premiere if you just tap it versus nothing. 
the waddle target now. Just a brief explanation because everyone always is like, I've got axe throwing. And I'm like, okay, like, what did your target look like? And they're like, circles. And I'm like, okay, useless, but that's fine. So the waddle target is what I've noticed a lot of, like, non-affiliated venues would also kind of do more towards. So it consists of six... Five different rings. I don't know math. I'm looking at it right now because I don't want to get it wrong. So you have the center bullseye, which is worth six, and then it just bleeds out from there. So you have six, five, four, three, two, one. Not like IATF that only has a three rings. There are five rings. Um, and then our their little kill shots are two little blue circles that are worth eight points. The difference between Waddle is you have two rounds, throw five throws on each side, and you can go for the kill shots whenever you want. All you have to do is make sure that there's paint and bleeding on the opposite side, and you get that point value. Um, or if you see white on the other one of the other rings. Um, yeah, I, that's about as deep as we're going into Waddle today, Great. because <laughs> we're going to have somebody on who throws it a lot more than me, because I'm just now dabbling into it. But I understand the concept. So Adeline's just dipping her toes in the waddle pool. Dipping my little tootsies in there. Yeah. So now I think we were going to go into like, how does a league work? What is a playoff? What's a tournament? Um, typically a league is eight weeks long. Um, about three hours, I'd say, and you get a warm up hour. And in that three hour league night, you will throw around four matches. Over seven of those eight weeks, you throw a total of 28 matches to can be considered a league. Now, of course, if you miss, you might throw more matches one week or the other. Um, but that eighth week is reserved for playoffs. So determining, dependent on how you place in the league, will um, affect your seeding for that playoff, double elimination playoff, um, to crown the grand champion of that current season. Um, whereas a tournament is a little different. There's not usually that play in to a playoff. A tournament could be seeded based on your average. It could be randomly seeded. Um, there have been other kinds of tournaments taking place, Swiss tournaments, which I'm not getting into right now. I barely understand them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most commonly it's a double elimination tournament um similar to playoffs but it just doesn't have that play-in aspect like the seven weeks ahead of time and tournaments you know are great you get to travel see all your friends it's how i met these two guys adeline and alex i'm sure we all met at some tournament somewhere i think the first time i met adeline was um throwing 16 big axes with her in a tournament i'm pretty sure that was the first time we met probably i think so <laughs> probably that sounds about right no i think because that was that was at lady blades that was lady but my blades. first my first one i don't know were you at the urban open 2020 oh, the urban urban open yeah because i was there no, oh, you were. Oh, the Baltimore one. The Baltimore one was oh, my yeah. first. I've ever been to every. Tournament. I've been to every yeah. urban open. <laughs> so I probably like subconsciously met you there, and then, but like probably. we really got close throwing like sixteen big axe throws in Durham. <laughs> Bonded. Yeah, you know, that that's where bonding. I met Adeline for the first time. <laughs> where? At the urban open when urban you were handing yeah. out your squid stickers. Yes, oh. my Tommy squid stickers. <laughs> you have your Tommy squid stickers. For the fact that I had to play comp first game, and then my first big tournament, and everyone's like, I'm not sure who's 
and I'm like, here's the Kami squid sticker. <laughs> I got a rubber duck from you at some point. I still have it. It's upstairs. Oh, same. Same, same. I got a little mm. blue guy. Oh, mine's, I think I, think mine's I was great. in Canada. I gave those out. Really? I think so. Can't believe I didn't lose it. Kimmy, Kimmy <laughs> has one too. Before or after you tried to pull me off daddy's chair? No, last year, Canada. Not this year. Last year, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> then we got yelled at. All right. Oh, so typically these tournaments, too, will have um, a whole night and evening dedicated to skills, which are far and wide ranging in all sorts of different kinds of throw. You typically need really trashy hatchets to do them because you there the the potential to ruin your axe is high, so you absolutely do not want to throw your primary axe. Um, that can range from doubles where you're throwing with a partner, that can include around the world where you're hit trying to hit every point value on the board in order. There's team events, Yahtzee, which is a four person uh, event. You're all on your own target, but I'm very excited for Choptober coming up. Quad C. It's a four person team event, but one target. Very excited for that one. Alex That's is gonna on be the sick. team. <laughs> it's, I'm so excited. Very it's excited. gonna be bananas. <laughs> um, there's what shovel is at that one too. They're throwing shovels. There's little shorty axes where the ha uh, handles are cut down to like what I think six inches. They're so teeny tiny. Yeah, versus, half the legal size. <laughs> yeah, which is like what's legal thirteen. Yep. So yeah, these are six inches. They're so tiny. Um, <laughs> what else? Am I missing any other skills events? Big Axel. Oh, Big oh, Axel. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we can also shout out Choppers and Joey the Hat and Kevin for creating the uh, the wheel. Beer league. Yeah. Oh, Beer League. The Beer League yeah, bracket. There's so many, yeah. so many different axering things, especially if you go to tournaments. There's just so much stuff. Like, you don't even know what you sign up for, especially going to Choppers. I never know what I sign up for. I always have to message <laughs> Kate and be like, hey, buddy, what did I sign up for? Because I don't remember. <laughs> Sign <laughs> up for all the things all the time. Mm -hmm. Just all the things. Give me an axe, put me in an arena. Let's see They're what happens. They're all fun. They're all fun. Some are like skills, as in like a physical skill. Some are strategy games. Um, what was that one? Lucky Sevens, the clutch game. Oh, yep. Yeah, they're f very far and wide, but they're always fun. I think I always have a great time with skills. I don't think I've ever left a skill and been like, I hated that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to it's hard to not have a good time while throwing skills, even if you're messing up because you're learning something new sometimes or you're doing just something really cool and fun that you don't always get to do at your home venue. So it's it's really hard to walk away from skills and be like, man, that wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, you know what? I take it back. Underhand Big Axe. I think everybody is like, I hated that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, underhand Big Axe. So I think we covered basic gameplay um, in, a, in our next episode. We are going to cover strategy and etiquette. So please be sure to tune into that one where we're going to dive a little deeper into what you do during those three rounds. When should, when should you choose to go up to that clutch or stay down on your fifth row? Um, so be on the lookout for etiquette and strategy. <laughs> Should we talk about axe specifications? Oh, yes. That's axe also a specifications. topic. Sure is. So there's different specifications for your hatchet and for your big axe. 
The hatchet, I believe, needs to be between one and a quarter and one and three quarters pounds. Correct me if I'm wrong, ladies. Um, and a minimum of 13 inches. I am winging this. I should have looked this up. <laughs> minimum I'm actually, of 13 inch handle. I was say Alex can take over. Oh, yep, yes, I actually please. have it. Uh, I actually got it pulled up right here. So, yeah, there for your hatchet weight, uh, the minimum weight is one and a half, and the max is two and a half pounds. For your big axe, it is 2.75 pounds for the minimum, and the max is 3.75. For your hatchet handle, the minimum is 13 inches and the maximum is 17 inches. For your big X, the minimum is 25 inches and the max is 32. Um, so that's pretty much the main differences between the size of your handles and weights. Um, now your head length, there's so many different things that came out of uh, from the ITF in terms of specifications. I'm going to keep this a little more simple than it is currently on the <laughs> website. Uh, so many pictures, so many things. Really, right now, I'm just looking for the blade length, which for your hatchet, I believe, is a minimum of three inches, a maximum of four. And then the for your big X, it's three and a half. And for your maximum, I was not aware of this, for your big X, it is 4.625 inches. <laughs> I'm not sure where so they came up specific. with that one. Yes, very, very specific. So uh, <laughs> a wide range for your for your throwing needs. I, <laughs> depending I on really you're wish going they would just re release a template, and then you can like put your axe on it. <laughs> they actually did have those. Yeah. At you see this past yeah. year. I mean, um, like for checking in and it made it so much everybody. quicker. Yeah, for, every, for everybody. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah I have to. I my big axe got demolished at the Urban Open this year and it got ground down and I have no idea if it meets specifications currently. So I need to check that. <laughs> I think Alex yeah, you was lost, there for that. She gets to I see. Did. You lost the chunk. You lost oh, the entire quarter chip of an inch off the top of, of the plate. Yeah, sure did. We have put mats down in that arena now against the wall there. Those are <laughs> I call them the JC mats. Oh um, so I'll sign them next time are. I'm here. I'll get you a silver sharpie. They're there. <laughs> The axes are now protected a little bit better. Um, Listen, walking yeah. calamity for a reason. If there's, I will find a way to damage something, not on purpose. <laughs> this, I think, axes. was the first time that it wasn't yourself, but your axes. It's, it was. It's, it's not to your equipment now. <laughs> if it's not you, it's your axes. Honestly. <laughs> not sure which one hurts more, honestly, because anytime <laughs> I do something to my axes or if I happen to, like, nick a screw, even with my trash, like, trick axes, it hurts my soul a little bit. <laughs> oh, baby. No, my, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my trash axes are absolutely obliterate. One of them is completely missing the eye of the axe. I don't know how it's staying together. I, it's not even loose. I, it's unbelievable. Magic. Magic is holding that axe together. <laughs> it throws great. Magic axes. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> gonna go to take it out of the board one day and the handle's gonna come out and the axe head's just gonna stay in the target. I, it will be a cold day in hell when that happens r.i.p <laughs> r.i.p so on our instagram too go check out our pictures of our own personal hatchets um uh, i currently for the longest time i threw what's called a cold steel axe gang axe gang girl for life it's like cheap stock axe you can buy on amazon throws great 
um, found myself getting really frustrated in my Premier League, and someone suggested that I try a Flying Fox, which is a much different shaped head, the weight's a lot different, it's a little heavier, um, and Axe Gang's really flat and sharp. I think, Alex, don't you throw an Axe Gang head? Uh, yes, so I also start out throwing just your normal stock Axe Gang, mm -hmm. um, and I felt the same, love it, I think it's great. It's a solid beginner axe that even the top competitors of our sport use. Um, and now, yes, I have a custom uh, Kevin Bradley handle with a cold steel head. So I threw that Axe Gang for literally years. I think I threw a Show Pro House Axe for a year and then got an Axe Gang, fast forward five years, <laughs> six years maybe. <laughs> um, getting frustrated, someone is like, hey, try a Flying Fox. And I just so happened to have one, but this Flying Fox that I have um, was given to me from the large collection of a great dear friend, Dave Tiger, who has um, who passed away last year. He um, was a fantastic community member out of Urban Access Philadelphia. Great friend, awesome person. And when he passed away, his family had all of these axes that they didn't know what to do with. And they thought that we should have them, his, his axe fam. Um, so we divvied them up and that's the one I had. I had it hanging on my wall and I was, it was going to be like a memorial axe. I was not going to throw it. And then someone suggested a flying fox and I kind of told them like, oh, I do have this one, but I don't know if I want to throw it. And they were like, Dave would have wanted nothing more than for you to throw this axe. And they were right. I've been throwing great with it. I've been throwing it for about two months now. Um, and it's awesome. It's really, it feels really great to throw his, and I'm pretty sure it was the last axe he threw in league a couple years ago. Um, so it just feels really great to be throwing that axe right now. It's my, it's the orange handled axe when you see it on the Instagram page. Um, and my big axe is a stock Agdor, also stock. I'm not a custom handle girly like these ladies. Um, but I did decorate it. I do, um, some wood burning. So my, and my old hatchet was also, um, fully custom wood burned handle shameless plug please follow me at stitch underscore burn on instagram <laughs> to see more <laughs> of my work um and i always get compliments on it it's very pretty in my opinion um but yeah just oh it's gorgeous it's <laughs> gorgeous and i gotta i gotta interject here so jc and i uh once we had become friends and i had been talking for a little bit um i finally watched one of her matches that we happened to be at at a tournament and i realized that the axe that she just described, her big axe, that's wood burned beautifully, I had seen before and was obsessed with. And I went back in my phone because I swore I took a picture of it. And there it is on my phone like a year and a half before <laughs> I even knew who JC was or ever talked to her is a picture of her wood burned <laughs> axe gang and Agdor big axe just sitting on the chopper's table. And I had mm -hmm. taken a picture because I was like, these are gorgeous. And <laughs> lo and behold, they belong to somebody that is now one of my best friends in this Aww. community. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. It was so random. Like that's I honestly when I remember I remember when you were like, I have to find this photo. I've seen these before. I've taken a picture. And we were both just like mind blown. Yeah. That was amazing. That <laughs> was wild. Wild, wild. <laughs> All right. And Adeline, what kind of axes are you throwing right now? Mm, well, I started with a cold steel that I also would burn, but that was just for funsies. Um uh, that, 
let me tell you, the cold steel, great skills axe. Because you can throw that thing and, like, abuse the shit out of it, and it will not break. And it is you really lovely. Can. Yeah, like, it, they won't break. Um, I have thrown a flying fox since COVID, actually. I got it in 2020, and then everything shut down, so I was practicing with it. Stock handle, nothing special. Put my stupid little stickers on it. And in Pittsburgh, we're starting to go away from it. We use grip tape. So I had grip tape on it. Yeah. Gee, why are you guys making those? They're making faces at me like they've never seen me throw. Like, I have grip tape. Oh, my God. It's like bright blue grip tape. Um, Yeah, I don't. Pittsburgh people have grip tape, and I don't understand it. Explain it to me, because I want my axe to come out of my hand. Literally. A lot of them do kind of, like, a harsh flick. So they don't want it to necessarily. They want to control that. They don't want it to, like, slide out of their hand. Got it, got it. I'm more of a slide kind of girl. Yeah, so it's. It's it's weird. Like we're t- going away from it a little bit. Um, but my doubles axe, which is my old fox, which is a hair over thirteen inches, because I cannot rotate a flying fox for jack shit. Which is really surprising because it's top whatever. It just you should be able to rotate that thing, and I can't. <laughs> um, but now I have a Kevin Bradley, four little over fourteen inch flying fox. Um, that was. Jacobs and I took it because he doesn't throw anymore and I'm like okay I'm gonna throw it because I like the flying fox I always have and I've told people oh you should throw a fox no one listens to me what do I do win the urban over flying fox ha 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 (laughs) um the big axe I throw is a council tool um and it's also a Kevin Bradley handle beautifully made um and yeah, it's like super light because again, I struggle rotating just because I don't like to flick. Because if I do a harsh flick like everyone in Pittsburgh does, it just it goes everywhere. I don't like it. So I have like a gentle throw, but my council tool is also pretty light. Um, but it's my Kevin Bradley handles that I love dear to my heart. <laughs> again, uh, not sponsored. <laughs> 100% sponsored. <laughs> All right, Alex, what do you throw? Um, to start, I threw. Pretty much the same things that JC threw. I threw a stock uh, 13 inch axe gang and a stock Agdor. Um, I named them both. Uh, my hatchet was Jaeger because anyone that knows me knows <laughs> that I'm Meister. always <laughs> always drinking <laughs> Jaeger bombs. Um, no, my big axe actually is Louise um, from Bob's Burgers uh, because I always argue with my big axe. I'm just like, what are you doing? Because clearly it can't be me. I can't be the one messing <laughs> up. So uh, Louise is, um, you know, a little child that I argue with pretty regularly, <laughs> or at least I used to. Uh, so those are those are my axes that I started out with. Um, could you usually identify my axes? Because uh, I do a, on my first axes, I did a paracord wrap around the top of the handle, just beneath the head of the axe there. Um, just because I'm a little weird. And whenever we were tapping axes, people would nick my handle, which happens. I mean, you're tapping axes, but it bothered me. So I decided to wrap it to protect it a little bit and it worked well. And then it was easy to identify my axes as well. Um, Now I do a really thin, light leather cord wrap um, on my newer axes just because one, it still protects them and it's light enough that it's not affecting the weight and how the axe obviously flies through the air. But now uh, I'm throwing a... Kevin Bradley, not sponsored, um, <laughs> custom hatchet. Uh, it's a cold steel head. Uh, for those that don't know, cold steel 
and axe gangs are basically the same goddamn axe. They're the same dimensions and everything like that. One is silver, one is painted black. Um, but they both pretty much do the same thing and fly the same way through the air. So um, that's what I have for my hatchet. A uh, nice 13 inches. I throw, I think, the minimum for everything. Um, and I also was never planning on getting a custom big axe because Louise was my homegirl. As much as we argued, she was, she's my baby. I didn't ever want to get a custom big axe or anything like that. Um, I had no desire to. I threw my big axe pretty well um, and was happy with it. And then at count the first Countess Cup uh, at Shoppers, there's always axe raffles, and Kevin's axe raffles are fantastic. So I walked up, asked him how long the handle was on the big axe. He said 25 inches. I said, cool, that's going to be mine. And I put my tickets in. Um, and I ended up being the only woman at a women's tournament to win one of the fucking raffles. Oh my God, I forgot uh, about but that. I got, <laughs> but I got my axe. I got my big axe. And I was like, oh, she's beautiful. But, you know, I'm not going to throw it. Like, that's just going to be a nice showpiece, right? It's just going to chill on my wall with, like, all my other axe shit. And um, then I was really struggling with my clutches for a long time. I just hit kind of a a low point with my my big axe clutches and was really frustrated so i was like you know what let me just let me just try this it's it really is too pretty to just sit on the wall and um started throwing with it and got it fine-tuned a little bit and now that's my main one louise still comes in the bag she's still there she's not happy about it she's not happy about being benched but she's there um and i can still <laughs> throw her if i'm really struggling but uh but yeah it's a uh, it's a good time that's what i'm throwing these days so i accidentally got in to custom axes kind of <laughs> fell into it really it wasn't uh wasn't super sought after but you can throw stock axes just as well as you can throw custom ones so for I mean, any new throwers yeah. out there don't don't feel the need to go spend hundreds of dollars throw different axes before you put in a commission for a custom one because these guys do great work it is definitely worth the money however you want to know what you're asking them to build so that it complements your throw and helps you perform better rather than having to adjust completely. So for anyone looking for custom axes, there's plenty of fantastic makers in our community. Just make sure you know what you want before you commission them. Adeline. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, speaking of that specific thing, uh, I've, I'll post a picture on it also because like we all have different throws on how we set up. I have, um, I'm starting to call it a Velociraptor throw where my hands are like, all oh, spread apart <laughs> yeah so it's like I'll, I'll post a picture of it because i have a good picture that shows how like velociraptory my hands look um so kevin was like oh i'll square out the back for you because i rest it on this little what's the little part in like by the your knuckle yeah like the inside of your knuckle like yeah that's where i rest it and on both of my like hands and everything that's been around has always just like slid around. So he goes, Oh, I'll make it squared off for you. And it's just, I cannot throw anything else that is not squared off. And I, I absolutely love it. I am realizing. So I did a big X marathon yesterday, which was that whole eight week league we talked about earlier in one day, but it was all big X, no hatchet. And I'm just now realizing, I think I have a bruise. <laughs> Right there, you're describing it hurts because I threw a lot of big axes yesterday. If you want to work on your big axe throw, I will suggest that it did help. <laughs> I that think is I the... got more consistent. 
That's the quickest way that I tell any of our new people to definitely join our big X leagues. Uh, that's the only way you're going to get better at it is throwing it consistently yeah. enough to figure out what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And then I, obviously make those adjustments. I literally said this to someone yesterday. They were like, I, why is my big X like just not feel as good as my hatchet does? And I'm like, because you throw your hatchet all the time and you barely throw your big X. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. why. Like, throw it more and it'll get more comfortable. Like, it's just muscle memory. And we just, how the game is built, you throw your hatchet more. Um, So it probably feels a little bit more comfortable. But you can absolutely achieve the same thing with your big axe. Just have to throw it. Yeah, you can yeah. throw it. And just, it's the amount of adjusting that you need to do. Because I spent, God knows how many hours working on my big axe. Wasn't that actually one of the questions on how we're so good at big axe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that was one of the one of the questions, and um, <laughs> I'm okay at it. I'm better at clutches than at bullseyes. I cannot hit the giant bullseye, but I can hit the little clutches. Like I'm okay at that. And what the biggest thing is, what I when I watch people throw big axe, they're so tense and stressed. And I'm like, the more relaxed you are, the easier, the better. Because my throw, I try to make it look as easy as possible. So if you're all te- like tense and stressed in your elbow, like elbows, let's take a breath. No, I'm honestly fine. It's just the coffee's hitting me. But <laughs> oh, not you. I'm saying when people throw, just take, oh, yeah, take a deep too. breath. Just take a yeah. deep breath. Relax some shoulders. Oh, every and, uh, just everything needs throw. to be everything needs to be limp. Every every big X throw, I take a breath and like roll my shoulders back and down, like eh, maybe even twice if it didn't work <laughs> good the first time. Like take your time and breathe. And but also, great advice, relax. Mm-hmm. Another good thing is, so I'm going to PK, I mentioned in the last episode, my little, I'm calling him my little protege because I'm taking him under my little, under my wing because I absolutely love this kid. He was like, help me with my big axe. And I was like, okay, so he has the same manhandle grip that a lot of pits, like daddy, for example, has it. Yeah, like it's, it's just a caveman throw is what he calls it. Um, so he has that grip. But he starts it the same way that I do. Because I start it, like, on my nose and then, like, have it slightly cocked forward and then bring it back towards my hairline and do all that. But the best thing you can do if you don't, like, oh, I don't know how far back to bring it or how whatever. Have someone record you a good couple times and then pick out the ones that feel right. And you're like, oh, okay, so I need to do that. So the videos I got from the Urban Open... That's all I imagined in my head is like, oh, okay, I know I need to bring it back here because this is what felt comfortable and what hit. So definitely, even if it's just some random person or if you just have to stick your phone up like on something, like I would definitely say record yourself so you know what you're doing. For sure. Um, All great advice. And I'm we will definitely have an episode about like tips, how to how we line up our throws, all that. We're definitely going to have a episode in the future, like really specific, really Tips, specific. tricks, techniques. Right. Yeah, but even if you see us in person and you just want to be like, can I see your throw? Happy? We're happy to. I would assume so. Oh, anytime, anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of people come up and ask mm-hmm. specifically about my big Um Which is kind of interesting because mine, I got from watching one of the guys at my home venue when I first started. He just had a really smooth big axe throw i was like that looks nice smooth easy to replicate and to do so i did it and now everybody asked me about it and it's like i just got it from watching somebody else so it's kind of cool 
how we just pick up things from one another. And then you get some people with like really unique throws and that kind of becomes that name of that throw, but uh, it's cool. It's a good time. Uh, I always enjoy helping people with their big acts, even if it's, I throw two handed, but even for some one handed throwers, it's always nice to have somebody that can watch your throw and help you. So yeah, definitely ask us anytime you see us at any tournaments, if you're having issues with hatchet, big axe, anything like that, we're all happy to help. An axe league of their own will be right back. All right, listeners, welcome back to the second part of our episode today, where we are going to get into our origin stories. We're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into how we all got to this point in our axe careers and on this wild ride with this community. Uh, Up first, we're going to have JC. Take it away. So I've been throwing um, forever, I think. (laughs) When did I start? I think my first league was in 2017 but i've started throwing in groups like in 2016 back in the block days when they had a block drilled into the floor um i first so i'm not originally from philadelphia i moved to the area didn't know a ton of people moved in with a roommate and then she got invited to go to like a group at urban access philly like right after it opened um i think we went like two months after it opened um just for like a party had a blast didn't really think much of it. And then my birthday came around and I was like, you know what? I'd like to try that again. So we went for another group for my birthday and our coach let us know that like a week later, a league was starting and that we should join it. And we were like, you know what? We will do that. We need more friends. And this is really fun. We like it. Um, So my roommate and I joined a league and here we are six years later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She hasn't stopped throwing, but um, yeah, I just found an awesome community. Literally, some of my best friends are all axe throwers. Um, got started standing across the way on Sunday Red um, from the whole Sunday Black crew, which was Psycon, Vin, um, who else was in there? Uncle Willie, Sean Malvey, all these like ax- absolute juggernauts of axe throwing, and just me being absolutely terrible with a 23 average. Throwing across from them and like being like, I will never, never be this good. (laughs) And now like I'm in like Sean is now one of my best friends. I'm in his wedding next year. (laughs) Like it is just unbelievable how this community has affected my life Um, to even the point of making this podcast. It's um, yeah, it's just incredible. So like through forever was absolutely trash. Please don't look at my stats. (laughs) <laughs> I, <laughs> or we then, all, we all been yeah, there. Right. <laughs> all been there. Finally, won a league of March first of twenty twenty. How fun! Right before the world exploded, um, and then I like got the bug of I want to be good at this. Um, started practicing more throughout all of quarantine. Was lucky enough to um, the Delco Dojo was open at the time was lucky enough to throw there throughout quarantine, got a little better, the world opened back up, started competing in more tournaments, finally got my 81, (laughs) and just have exploded from there. I'm now a member of the Philly space um, with all of those people that I 
stood across from going, holy shit, I'm never going to be able to play with these people. Uh, and now they're good friends. So, yeah, that's basically and my origin. <laughs> and you also threw with all of them, Adeline, you as well, uh, threw with a good number of them uh, at ITC two years ago for the uh, last USA versus Canada. Uh, um, yeah, then they, those, the Philly space guys that really started that place have organized the Challenger series um, for the last couple of major tournaments. Um, so it's really cool to like see how they work, get in, awesome. in from <laughs> like uh, just learn from them, hear their their ideas, um, be a part of their group chat. <laughs> it's it's wild, just um, how you like look at people as like celebrities in the f sport, and now they're just people. <laughs> For sure, it's uh, it's definitely wild the perceptions we have of these throwers throughout our community until we get to know them and sometimes they're right on and sometimes you're like wow you are yep that's you <laughs> so. absolutely but i know i still definitely get the like a little bit of imposter syndrome like i even at the urban open someone i played came up to me and they were like you're my axe idol and i was like who me <laughs> like, oh my god no <laughs> like that's really sweet but it's just like i feel i mean i am I try really hard. It Axe throwing does not come naturally to me. <laughs> like, I really had to work hard to be good. Whereas, like, the two of you, I feel like, are just absolute naturals at this. You're both phenomenal. Um, so it's it's very, like, it's like a very surreal moment when people say that to me. Because I'm like, this is not... <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, it's just... It's I feel very, the same uh, way. Very nice. I'm very flattered. <laughs> As you should be. As you should be. Um, you are still one of the top females in my eyes. Um, I was chasing after you and simultaneously scared of ever throwing against you for many years. And I still am because I've seen you throw some insane comebacks in tournaments. And I know personally to never count you out. Even if I'm up three, uh, three rounds, I know that you are going to come back with a vengeance and I am nowhere near safe. So you, uh, mm -hmm. I You're thrive in this chaos. Oh, I've seen it. I've been a witness to it. And it's it's wild to watch and just a great time. So, no, I definitely think that you deserve all the praise and admiration oh. that you get. Not what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. 100%. Of course. Adeline, of course, of course. Adeline, how did your villain origin story start? Right here, right now. Right here, right now. <laughs> Um, no, so I had an ex get me a job at Lumberjacks, and I ended up, like, falling in love with just everything, and I was like, oh my god, I have something I can get into, because my knees were, are horrible, so I, like, couldn't do track, and I just, I was like, I need something else to do. So, I started working there, uh, a good couple of my buddies, I'm gonna, because they literally made me who I was, uh, Showtime taught me how to throw my one buddy, LJ, who worked there, I still talk to him to this day, taught me how to throw. Um, like, there's a, so many people, but I worked there, and then I joined League, and my first season, I threw at 81. And I was like, oh my god, I love this, it's so fun! But this is also, it's like the monster clutches on Pine, so it was like, it was just a different time. And then, we just, just throwing, Showtime showed me the pinch grip, which is the thing that a lot of Pittsburgh people also do. Um, but 
yeah, like Showtime was just like a huge, 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 huge part of my how I how I throw is from Showtime, Tish, so many people. And once I started joining leagues, I was like, okay, I'm gonna travel. I want to do all this. Then the world shut down because I started in mid 2019. World shut down, whatever. I was practicing at home. I got a target. And then I started going to stuff. And I was still like this child of, oh, I'm like not great, but I'm not horrible. Um, we actually went to uh, Mazu Axes in Philly before they closed. And that's where I met a lot of people. It's where I met Kevin, actually. And we're like, we're going to go for a marathon league. So a bunch of us in Pittsburgh went there, um, got absolutely slaughtered, drunk, and did doubles and that's how I got my doubles partner Kevin because he's like we're gonna be best friends and I was like oh yeah we're gonna be best friends um yeah no I'm just like practicing and the Pittsburgh's community in sport is just so amazing and we all like love each other and all look out for each other it's just I don't know started in 2019 just got better super competitive mindset and it just ended up becoming who I am today and I just love helping my well here's my actual problem I go to these things and I help people with the throws when I know I have to play them <clears throat> stormy and um because I just like I just hate watching like people fail I hate it it just it hurts me I'm like because if I see one of you like oh, not throw I yeah have I'm pretty sure I've helped you guys before probably like notice something like oh you're dropping or like whatever but it's just it's just the inner coach in me has always been like i just want everyone to throw their best i want everyone to be amazing and awesome and i could just help people do the same but like if they don't like it's no big deal like i just love hoping even if i have to play you later and you're at 100 percent of your game good for you because that's what makes me happy is everyone throwing well (laughs) and then um yeah no just Tons of practice, great community and friends, and you guys took me under your wings because I like admired you. It's in like a complimenting kind of podcast, but I was literally like, I'm close to them. Getting there, you're there, you've surpassed I'm getting us. There. Yeah, but honestly, yeah, just with. I ooh, I'm sorry. Uh, who won the over? Appreciate it, but no, who, not really. who beat the okay, current sorry. world champion? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like me, and it was against. That's a pretty big one, dude. That's the one bragging right. I oh, lost. <laughs> I think I lost my entire mind. I but, had an out of body experience watching you in that match. Oh, I, uh, I um the. Because every time I would see a woman woman win yeah. something, I just get like wild. I'm like, I want that to be me. <laughs> like out of everything oh, in the, the world, dream. I'm like, me too. Me too. Popped <laughs> by a bunch of women. And yep, certainly yep. can attest that that's the dream, ladies. <laughs> so yeah. So then I looked at Jake and I was like, that's all I wanted was to be I like, because I just I don't think you because fell. I, just, I, I tackled you. Jason yeah, I think Jason tackled there. you into me, and you were just down, and then we were mobbed. No, I immediately. No, I immediately went down because I knew JC was coming, and considering she got me after I beat Native. When I qualified for round uh, two, and I was like, you all right, well, if I time. win this, I'm going down, <laughs> because it's just going to be a pack of wolves. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, it's just biggest thing is just the love and support of everybody because the kid, the oh. guy who got me my job That's was honestly, mad yeah. at me for being better than him. Hey. Which am I calling him out? Yeah, but he doesn't do axes anymore, so good for me. But he he was just like, I'm happy for you, but I'm pissed at you, and I'm like, because I got second in my like third league, and I throw with like Connecticut Daddy. Ugh. Like, like how you feel like your... right now, Philly. I want to die. It is so. Oh, it's <laughs> Pittsburgh's. Literally, I'm like P. PA's is brutal. Like, I swear like, I'm good at this, PA but I lose sucks. every match because I'm playing everybody. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really good, and I hate it. I'm like, I <clears throat> killer to the ego. Yep. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, honestly, but we have like, yeah, like Tim, Daddy. Mexican Showtime, Tish. Who am I throwing with? Bobby Four. Like, Setzer. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it's just crazy how many amazing people there are, especially in, like, each group. There's so many amazing yeah. people that just that's, make you better. And how we were talking right. about, like, getting better earlier. That's another thing is, like, surround yourself with highly competitive people. And mm-hmm. it will almost force you into it, too. Like, when I... When I really did yeah. want to start getting better, I joined mm-hmm. um, this Wednesday Black League, like, in, I mean, Philly, I'm talking years ago, but it was Kump, Vin, Will, Psycon. Like, I was like, I want to play with these people. They are going to make me better. And it did. Like, All it's, those- you have to, you have to want it and you have to surround yourself with people that are mm-hmm. going to help you get there. Yeah. And everyone's super nice too. So it's not even like, like the, I'm just going to like compare it to the Urban Open because that's like the only thing that I can compare it to. But Playing, I've played Rander a good few times. Like, I've started to get close with Rander. But I'm just like, I imagine him as like, he's one I ATC. Like, in my head, he's like a kind of like big champ celebrity. Like, oh my god, I'm cool enough to talk to him. But like, oh. he's just... Oh, don't give him me And Kimmy. I <laughs> use Kimmy, Kimmy. <laughs> Sasha. Like, all of these women. God, I'm just... She gets her own oh my god. I was like, literally. I'm just like... I'm just like I admired all like all of you so much, and I'm like I just I just want to be like you. I want to be cool. I want to be a good woman thrower. And I told Jake and my dad, and I was like, my one thing is just I want to be a first in something, just like a first bigger women tournament, like with the men, because even though there's a lot of us women, it's still a very male dominated sport, especially in the higher up. Which is another reason why we made this podcast because it's just. It's so much perspective because it's so many men. But luckily, these women are yep. just, like, sneaking on up and, like, starting to grab at their ankles and be like, no, it's our turn. But it's just playing these guys who are amazing. Starling's another really good one, which I, that was my most oh, nerve-wracking match was against him. Because I'm like, I know he's really good. He's taking out so many people. I was nervous. Was not really that nervous to play Rander because he just jokes time. around the whole time. Every time. Like, I can't play JC seriously because we just talk and then I fucking throw threes. I just... <laughs> like... <laughs> it's my plan. <laughs> I know. It gets me every time. Uh, uh, but, <sighs> yeah. But, like, again, that's another thing with, like, etiquette because some people don't like that and some people are like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, I told Rander this Crocs were in sport mode. And that just, that got him. And there was at one point he started getting quiet and I was like, oh, you're getting a little quiet over there. Like just, we'll it's just you have to know who you're playing episode. against because some people like it. Some yeah, for sure. Like, but I just. She ain't normal, folks. Yeah. Ain't nothing oh, normal. Oh, well, normal. <laughs> no, but. Next to normal. Like not 
That's crazy. Goodness. All right, Alex, you're up, Buttercup. Oh, man. All right. Um, I started throwing in 2019. Um. One of my best friends was in town from New York. Uh, I'm originally from New York, moved down to Maryland in 2017. Um, and one of my best friends, Marcy, a lot of you guys have probably seen her at uh, tournaments. Marcy, a.k.a. Batman, uh, usually taking photos. And she's a bomb-ass photographer, so you should definitely go ahead and mm -hmm. follow her at Mad Captures Photography. Mm -hmm. uh, she yeah, does great fun. work. But, uh, yeah, she was down uh, to visit. And um, me, her, and my ex at the time... Uh, she had just started working in the building right next to Urban Axis in Baltimore. So I had seen it and was like, oh, like that could be a cool thing for us to go spend the afternoon doing. So we walked in and it's just bananas, balls to the walls, just so many people in there. It was packed and it was just great. And quite honestly, um, being a more masculine presenting gay woman, I'm always aware when I walk into a new space of like how I'm perceived, how I'm like looked at, whatever. And I've just felt nothing but comfortable immediately walking into that building. Um, and I was just like, cool, we're going to have a good time. The vibes are awesome. This is fantastic. And my friends like checking out one of the coaches that ended up being our coach, Kristen. Um, and we just had a great time. It was just a lot of fun. Kristen was hilarious. Uh, worth throwing. I'm sometimes getting the axe to stick and I'm a very competitive um, person. I've been an athlete my whole life. So this was right up my alley and it was just fun. It was fun to figure out something new and completely outside of any other sport that I had ever done before. Um, so I had a blast and I was looking for a part-time job at the time. And I was like, yep, this is it. Like, I want to work here. Like I asked if they had openings on my way out um, and fill out an application. I think that week. Um, and I like didn't hear back right away, and I was like, man, like, I really, I really want to work here. So I sent an, uh, a message on their Instagram and was just like, hi, I put in an application. Please hire me. This is a lot of fun. I want to be involved. <laughs> and was just kind of bugging them on every like social media um, thing, and eventually got an interview, which was a whole nother miscommunication of what I chose to wear that day because I was like, all right, it's an axe place. I don't think I need to like dress up for an interview but i don't know so i had sent an email and asked but didn't get a response in time so i would rather be overdressed than underdressed for an interview so i showed up in like a nice button down and nice dress pants <laughs> to throw axes and it was great oh wow you must um, look like a nerd what a nerd oh yeah yep because the other guy that was also interviewing that day showed up in like parachute pants and like I don't know, this damn near see-through cloth shirt. And I was just like, all right, this is two opposite ends of the spectrum here. But it was a good time. Um, and I got the job and I started working there and I just had a blast. I had so much fun just watching everybody. And I, I was obsessed very quickly um, with the sport, the idea of the community, everything like that. It was fantastic. Um, and I would spend hours practicing after my shift because the thing that I was the most terrified of was having somebody come in and not be successful, um, to be their coach and have them not be able to get it to stick. I felt was all on me because anybody can do this sport. And that's mm -hmm. one of my favorite things about it. So because I was so terrified at failing as a coach, I practiced my ass off. I was spending two to three hours every day after my shift practicing and like asking tips, asking tricks from anybody and everybody. 
um, because I wanted to be able to help out any person that walked through the door and get them to be successful at this. Um, I used to refer to myself as like an ax doctor and I was going to diagnose people's throws um, because that's what I enjoyed doing the most, like figuring out how this person throws and why it's different from this person. And oh God, it just made my brain work in ways that is just so much fun for me. So I had a great time. Um, the, one of the people that taught me a lot and was kind of instrumental in my success as a coach, first and foremost, but also as a thrower, um, was Matt Herzberg. He was actually the first coach to coach me, uh, my training coach for the day. Um, and this story is hilarious, but we, um, so we coach this bachelor party. Um, the guys are all great. They're listening. It's actually a really good group of bachelors. <laughs> I was going to say rare. Bad ones. Yeah, rare. But they were fantastic. <laughs> um, and it comes down to the tournament. It's the groom and his best man. And the best man is up, so the groom's got to go clutch. He's down six. He needs that clutch. And we're all into it. We're all, like, holding our breath, waiting to see what happens. And he lines up. And then completely changes everything that we had spent the last two and a half hours doing and teaching him and just hooks it at the board. It clips the top of the board and comes back. Most people get the hell out of the way. This guy tries to catch it with his chest like it's a football. <laughs> Literally, like, he just went into sport mode and tried to catch it. And thankfully, oh the... it the butt or the back of the axe is what hit him square in the chest and i just look at matt and i no words are coming out i just look at him and this man's face is white i can almost see through matt he is just like and we're done now okay and that's <laughs> why we have waivers <laughs> yeah honestly but i've never seen this man so white oh goodness no. And I was just like, dude, if you're having cold feet about getting married, there's easier outs than this, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> like, why? You don't need to take out my whole it's job dramatic. <laughs> yeah, like, just, you know, just run away at the altar instead. Christ. But, uh, no, it was, it was pretty wild. Um, so that was my first day. That was my first day. Um, but it was just a lot of fun. Um, so I was always practicing. A few months later... Um, Matt had taken, um, the league community manager position with Urban Axes, um, being in charge of all of the leagues for all the Urban Axes, as opposed to just our Baltimore location. And he had suggested that I, um, put in for it, but I was like, I've been working here for like six months. I have no idea what I'm talking about Com in comparison to my coworkers. Like, there's no way. Um, so I, I did eventually put my name in, but a little too late, a decision had already been made. Um, so I didn't become the league master at Baltimore for, I think another year or so. Also, uh, it was probably about a year and a half that I've been working there before I got the league master position, but I threw in a bunch of leagues during that time, um, coached a lot of them eventually because I just wanted to be around it. I wanted to be involved in the community. And Matt had really instilled that in me, the importance of our community at large and just the oh, I don't even know just just that we truly have something special that I've never seen in any other sport I've mm -hmm. never seen competitors root for one another and actively try to help them beat them uh 
and do it with a smile and just that camaraderie and that sportsmanship is just unlike anything else that I've ever seen. Um, and I really think that that's something that sets us apart. Um, and also just how inclusive our community is. That is a huge thing for me. And it's something very much near and dear to my heart and part of why I was so obsessed because this is such a cool thing, but I can also be myself and have zero worries about how people are going to look at me. And that's, that's super great for me. Um, so yeah, I just kept, kept at it, kept practicing, started winning championships. And I was actually the first female champ in Baltimore. That was a huge thing for me. Um, I actually won that league having never thrown my 81. I was like, what? I feel like I'm doing shit backwards. I won like, my first so one too without an 81. Yeah. It's so yeah, weird. I didn't. So weird. Um, but yeah. And um, I think to date, I'm up to 13 championships now. A lot Son more first for the ladies. Um, Look at me. 13 championships. Oh my God. I didn't be Randy though. So, you know. <laughs> I never thought about me. So uh, yeah, um, just trying to trying to really push forward for the the women of the sport, specifically in Baltimore. Though I like to try to set an example when I can, um, because the ladies are great, and we can hang with the boys. It's another thing I like about this sport um, that it's co-ed because it doesn't matter what's between your legs. You can throw an axe just as well as anybody else. So. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean that's that's really my my axe origin there. Just uh, was an obsessed little gay girl that got accepted into a space. <laughs> so obsessed little squirrel. Oh, oh an obsessed, obsessed little squirrel. baby squirrel. Obsessed baby squirrel. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's me. Yeah, I think we all have that in common. That um, that unhealthy obsession. <laughs> oh man, it was like I was an addict. I had to throw every single day. Was. Yeah, I am. Yep. You're not was. Wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, yep. Nope. <laughs> Still got the I bug. Mean, Still got the bug. Yeah. And that's what, five, almost five years later now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Coming up on five years. It's, wow. It's been a Yeah, see, so like, you two, you two have won a league before an 81. I hit my 181 before I won a league <laughs> because, you know, my bloodbath that it throws out of Pittsburgh just... Listen. They just, they won't... Sign me up for the It's not a bad thing. No, sign me up for Go ahead, you have fun. I want. I want to get... You'll have a great time. Contrary to popular belief, as much as I love winning, I love getting my ass kicked even more because mm, I, I throw better. I throw, I throw up to my competition a lot, so I throw better throwing against people that are better than me. And that just pushes me forward. And I love well, it. Me too. <laughs> it's great until you have Showtime and Tish winning back-to-back -back every league. And I'm just, like, right there. And luckily, this last league, it just happened that I beat Tish, Showtime beat... Bobby beat Showtime, and then it was ended up being those two and B, and then us and A, and then just ended up, like, working out, like, for once. But it's just... Oh, we were in league, and everyone's like, "You're welcome to come to Pittsburgh. I have a room upstairs you could stay in." <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm down. Um, if I could uh, double up on my weeks, I'll be there like every other week. I'll come to okay. the league. All right, it'd be great. Yeah. No, it, it it's genuinely a good time, and you do get better. But it's just like people are like, "Oh, is this the finals?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's like every other finals. Like it's we watch it every single time." Um, 
So it's nice to actually have those two big dogs start to be knocked down a little bit because oh, yeah. they need it. Absolutely. They Absolutely. need it in the nicest way possible. And here's the thing about like losing, right? Is um so this this past week I lost to uh Rabe out of Baltimore for premier finals. Um and we went the full 14. I was coming out of B. We went the full 14 and it came down to a big axe throw and it was a great match and rob and i go back and forth pretty regularly but for the last couple seasons he's really just had my number and he is dialed in and i was getting tired of second but this second was different because i threw my best i threw really well and if i throw really well i can walk away from a match losing and be happy because i threw my best i didn't beat myself like he beat me and that is a genuinely good feeling, knowing that you threw your best. And it's not like, oh, I threw my best and it wasn't enough. It was like, I threw so well. That was great. That was fun. And I, I can't even be mad. I can't be mad when I throw well, even if I lose. So, mm-hmm. yeah, sign me up for those harder leagues because I will happily get my ass kicked. You are <laughs> welcome. No, you do well here. It would be fun. You would do well. It would be fun. Although I got to say, I really miss going to to leagues and tournaments and stuff where people didn't know who the fuck I was. I'm telling you, that was, that was nice. <laughs> oh, baby squirrel. Now everybody knows my, my secret identity <laughs> oh. of baby squirrel, though. So I don't know that I'll be able to pull the, the stormy name change for every tournament. But also I have a fear that it'll get stuck at some point. I have a yeah, fear like, that it'll this? just get stuck and I'll be like, no, I, I need to be Axe James. Like, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> who's this wild name oh it's stormy <laughs> no. yeah it's just we're just like nope it's stormy yep we know i don't know who this person we know. Oh, stormy <laughs> stormy <laughs> my favorite sandwich is a grilled cheese oh god <laughs> one of our listener questions what is our favorite sandwich i like grilled cheeses or paninis paninis oh. are good too like uh or an italian i just like sandwiches but grilled cheese i'm a big old slut for grilled cheese <laughs> Jake I, ate half of my grilled cheese and I cried. I'm surprised you didn't divorce cheese. him. I think, thought about it or, genuinely. You know what? Almost handed him the papers. I think my perfect sandwich, I was going to say grilled cheese. I think mine is actually a Rachel, which is like a Reuben, but with turkey instead of corned beef. My favorite. I love Rachel's. Add on your face sandwich. right now. No, All I right. well, have had them before. I don't, <laughs> I respect it, but it's not Do my you? cup of tea. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> All right, Alex, uh, what's your favorite sandwich? The after pool sandwich, which is just like literally just turkey and uh Doritos on a sandwich. Oh, the after <laughs> Oh, I see. The after swimming? Uh, after swimming sandwich? Mm. It's that one. It's that one for me. I have a weird relationship with cheese. Um everybody in Baltimore knows this. Um I like macaroni and cheese. I like pizza i eat a ton of it i like like cheese and crackers right i will vomit if there's cheese on a burger on a breakfast sandwich um just anywhere that cheese is not supposed to be actually one of the um, i mean it's supposed to be on both of those no, things so. no, you were oh, wrong no, it's it's weird with i know <laughs> it's weird i know this somebody actually finally was able to simplify it in a way that actually made a lot of sense for me. When cheese is the main ingredient in something, I'm fine. If it's in, in addition to, 
I have serious issues and I don't know what it is. It's a consistency thing. I'm not a big fan of like melted cheese on a on a sandwich. Like it goes But you're okay with melted time. cheese on the pizza? Because yeah, pizza that's, that's is the main pizza thing. Is. That's what pizza is. But it's yeah. okay. You know, yeah. You, you well, could, here's also a thing. A therapist might be able to help you. <laughs> therapist. I don't think there's any helping well, this at this point. <laughs> no. So I said earlier that I respect it and I completely get it because I don't like my food touching. I hate my food touching. Oh, you're one of like, those. That's because you're a baby. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't Do you like eat on trays just, that are separated into little segments. I used to have those. I used to actually. Um, now when my dad will, my dad will like prep a plate for me. And if I see like one little thing of corn, just touch something, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'll move it. And he goes, was your food touching? And I was like, yeah, it was. Thank you Do very you, much. Like, you need to take medication before Thanksgiving. Oh, God. <laughs> no, everything's separated. I, I will have a small, like, I will I want to have, divvy like, everything up. in front of her <laughs> each thing. I need 17 plates for this meal. <laughs> no, you gotta get you gotta get like the um like the tray that has all the like that you would use to put like the carrots, but but some things can be mixed up though. Like again, same thing. If it makes sense, then it can't. No, don't it's, give it's me that face, hill. Alex. You don't to me. And then everyone's like, you know, your food's going down the same same. I'm like, nope, it's separating. It's yeah, you know, down. you know, Adeline, I will. You can have all the grilled cheeses. You can have all of my grilled cheeses for the rest of my hey, life. But you can have all my mixed food. Wait, okay, <laughs> Alex, I need to come back to this cheese thing. But you don't like grilled cheese? That's the main ingredient. It's Yeah, I know. It's weird. I think that's also cheese. because my aunt used when my aunt was babysitting me when I was younger, she would just make me grilled cheese constantly. So I think I I reached my limit. The limit existed for it does me. Does not exist. No, it does. Not for me. It, it, it does for me. So now I have to pass them on to Everybody else, I suppose. <laughs> oh, God. Well, maybe someday you'll get help and see the, see the way. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> oh, what was it? Urban 2020. Yeah, Urban 2021. I sat at a table with like Shane Chef and like a few other people. And he he knew I didn't like my food touching. He put a single piece of pasta on top of my chicken and took a video of it and zoomed in on it. Chicken and, and pasta I was like, together, dude. Well, no, 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 but it was, but it was separate. I know it goes this together, was not but it was have pasta. separate. <laughs> it was not, but it was just a singular piece of pasta. I feel on like it. any, was, any I was like, I didn't care. Pasta. It really, yeah. you didn't, it sounds like you cared a lot. I <laughs> know. <laughs> just a little no, bit. No, but I was just like, I thought it was funny that he did it, but I was just like immediately off. Oh my God. Sorry about it. All right, so this podcast origin story started with a group chat between the three of us. Uh, I think we'd been talking and chatting for what, like, was it a year? Was it? Yes. Was the uh, was Lady Blades? Was it the first one or the second one? It was the first one. It was the first one. Okay, so the first Lady Blades tournament, uh, and shortly thereafter is when we we started this chat. Um, Adeline, do you recall what started the chat to begin with? I very much recall. <laughs> so if if you weren't at Durham, you didn't hear it, which you might have. Um, you might have heard it and not known what it was. You might have thought a window broke. So we we started this thing where if somebody 
we have some rules, so it's it's, a, it's an ass slapping thing. That's all. Like the only thing I can describe it as friendly ass slapping. Yeah, and but if we know they're playing soon, we don't do it because out of respect, or you know, or or if they have a herniated disc, you also don't do it. Which I had, and she still fucking did it anyway. But I was standing there minding my own business, and just this slap of shock just went all through my body and it was so loud everyone just looked over so we called the ass slap around durham yeah, alex is a notoriously good ass slapper. <laughs> i swear her hands are made out of steel because it's just it hurts and it's so bad for a while it, it does um Austin had a very great experience in Baltimore <laughs> where we all just kept getting him. And oh, there boy. is a really funny picture, which I could also put in the thing. Um, oh, you should add it should. to the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's of him hiding in a corner, holding his high noon while Alex is creeping around the corner. Waiting Looking to, for butts waiting to, to strike. Waiting to strike. Yep. Yeah. I don't crumpled like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> oh, I, to I, was, the I was gone. No. And then we immediately went to the bathroom to check my ass. And there was a of both of handprint, <laughs> which we are not posting on no. the Instagram. <laughs> yes. No butt pics on the Instagram. Oh, that'll be on our, <laughs> when we start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Vast slaps from Max James. Oh God! A little collection. Yeah, but that—that that is the ass slap heard around Durham, and I mean that was same when I think JC and I threw sixteen big axes. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's and when we just, started that man, chat and uh, the things yeah. that start a podcast. Honestly, <laughs> who would have known an ass slap would have led to yeah, <laughs> the this podcast? Incredible. It was just a wild. Can't wait to see what, what I to start next. a good friendship. <laughs> as as Alex maniacally waves her hand at us, he waves her hand. <laughs> it's just a threat at this point. Listen, my cheeks clenched when she did that. Listen, I I only slap people that slap me first. One of you got me first, and I was like, "Oh, I can't it is remember game who on. I don't know who started it, but I sure as hell will finish it." <laughs> Oh my God. Someone got me yesterday at the marathon league. It was not nearly as good as you, but I was off guard. I was completely off guard. I was like, Alex isn't here. I don't have to worry. What is this? And then I got got. And I was like, uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it came, on guard always it came, well, didn't Baltimore people come? Yeah. yeah it wasn't a Baltimore. It was a Philly person. Yeah, I, was like, no, oh, I thought okay. this was a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. <sighs> It was well, just wait. Our our cheeks will not be safe in a oh, couple of yeah, weeks. Right? Three weeks. Catch October. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be <sighs> Gotta great. Buy my thick pants. <laughs> yeah, Adeline, maybe don't wear uh, leggings. <laughs> I can't. That's what I wear to tournaments. Yeah. Like I can't throw in jeans, so my I'm screwed. <laughs> Sounds like your own fault. Just keep an eye on the bracket and just make sure I'm not throwing. We ass slap, but respectfully. Okay. Thank you. You're, yeah, you're so welcome. We do very respectful. Yeah, it's a. I can't. Oh, they think... get a uh, Baltimore. We went and checked your ass, JC. Say that again. Oh, I got you good. At Baltimore. Oh, in Baltimore. Bad. Yeah, we went and checked. I have bruised for mm -hmm. like a week. <laughs> well, that's because you got you got a punishment slap for a bad slap. Ugh. You just had to offer. Oh, JC is real good. JC is really good at the bad slap. I know, but then she. I think, I think... <laughs> yeah, but I think she has the tally mark of bad slaps. Uh, she does. She does. 
We gotta like, work on your it's technique. It's like my axe throwing. It takes me a while. I'll get there. <laughs> you just get so excited when you see an opening. You're just like, I gotta do it now. And then I gotta do it now. Yes, you're exactly right. <laughs> Too excited. Oh my god! <laughs> Too excited for the ass slips. Oh my! What? Uh, but what good butts to slap? <laughs> Appreciate right? you, honestly. Right? Appreciate you. So if your ass gets slapped at a random tournament, that means we like you. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's the highest compliment you can get from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but please don't uh, sue us. Yeah. <laughs> we will only do it to Daddy. It's okay. Oh my! When gosh. his butt's not literally glued to a chair. <laughs> Which is gonna or be against for now the wall, probably, or against the oh, wall. Yeah. It's, shimmy it's just me watching him shuffle around with his hands covering his butt. I, you know, he's the one man that we abuse. It's okay though. We, they, they, he takes a hit for all of them. He does. You're welcome, gentlemen. Should a little all buy daddy fear. a beer. <laughs> little healthy fear never hurt anybody. Or a nooner. <laughs> a nooner. Well, that's how we got started. <laughs> Ass slap heard around Durham. Uh, all right now we are we, we will be ending our episodes with a little shout out corner um name tbd uh so please send any female non-binary shout outs that you want to highlight um league wins had a great night big accomplishments um we want to make sure we're highlighting the community that we are a part of in this so today we have three people we want to highlight um two of which are on this podcast <laughs> alex and adeline go ahead alex what was your big accomplishment um i took back the title from rabe who i lost it to in premiere i took it from him in our sunday standard league uh, in Baltimore. So I got him there. Uh, and then me and my doubles partner, Alan, uh, team fried pickles, uh, defended our title in our doubles league this past week. And, uh, Ooh. shout out to my doubles partner for holding it down while I was dealing with an injury. Cause he, uh, he came in clutch for us. He came in clutch. <laughs> and Adeline. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I won our Thursday, this past Thursday league, which was premiere, which I think was cool. Um, beating Showtime Antish, but Showtime into two rounds, I finished an A. Um, yeah, no, just beating him and beating both of them in my mind is an accomplishment because they're disgusting throwers. <laughs> and uh, we also want to shout out Courtney McQueen for winning. Uh, I can't remember what kind of league it was. <laughs> Do you remember what league she won? She won a league, and it was definitely like a a heavy hitter league too. I, I think listen, it was. Uh, I, I think it was her murder league that they have there. Ah, uh, yeah. Big shout out to Courtney. Congratulations. Um, so please, yeah. if you have anything, any questions, any topics you want to share, any shout outs, please send us an email and axleague of their own at gmail dot com. Um, please. Like our like our podcast. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Like, review, subscribe, follow, share, email, all the things. Follow us on Instagram. Um, we are all three just so incredibly grateful for all of the support we've gotten so far. I I've gotten people reaching out to me. We've gotten a ton of emails, requests to be on other people's blogs, podcasts. We are just. I got absolutely overwhelmed this week. Might have cried about it more than once. <laughs> I cried. Just absolutely in awe of 
how awesome everybody is uh, in, in supporting us. It's, yes, thank you and guys just so much. Knowing, yeah, knowing you don't have to say these things, you could say, I mean, you could say what you could have said, we sucked. And I would have been like, probably. <laughs> that makes sense. But no, everyone was so nice and we greatly, seriously appreciate it. It's just, ah, crazy. All right. So, well, this is JC. This is Adeline. And this is Alex. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time, friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.